want to welcome you again to another episode of the Biblical Resolutions Podcast, which is brought to you by the House of Jacob Bible Study Class, located at 2515 East 75th Street in Chicago, Illinois. And as always, we want to remind the listeners to please follow the Biblical uh, Resolutions Podcast by going to our podcast page, which can be found at hojbible.podbean.com. And um, on today's podcast, we have Brother Caleb and we have Brother Ahissamak. And uh, what we are doing, uh, again, this is episode number two in our seven-part series on an investigation of leaven. And this is around the time of the Feast of Unleavened Bread. And as we know, leaven represents sin. When you're talking about it biblically, it, it, it represents that sin that dwells in man, which has to be purged out. So we want to start it off with uh, that first Corinthians five and eight, just to start off the uh, uh, this episode. Therefore, let us keep the feast, not with old leaven, neither with the leaven of malice and wickedness, but with the unleavened bread of sincerity and in truth. And so what we hope to bring out in this in this seven part series is uh, just a, an examination uh, of the different how leaven or sin is manifested. And today we're going to deal with malice because malice, you know, it's one of those things that really is the intent to do harm. Right. Because like we dealt with covetousness you know when you covet what belongs to your neighbor you have not actually stolen it you not have not actually committed adultery with your neighbor's wife but in your mind you are lusting or you are coveting after something that belongs to your neighbor and that is something that comes from within before you even ever actually do the physical act right and malice is something similar to that because it is a desire to cause pain, injury, or distress to another. Uh, other definitions, malice is the intent or the intention of doing harm to someone. So it is, it is your intent even before you actually do the physical act. When you have the intent to do harm or to cause pain, injury, or distress, that's malice. Mm -hmm. uh, and these are the things that we gonna analyze and see how uh destructive it really is and mm -hmm. we all at, at one time or another we felt that towards somebody or or something you felt that malice like your intention was i'm gonna drive over here to where i know this person live and when i get over here i'm gonna get out the car and i'm gonna i'm gonna steal on them i'm gonna hit them in the eye you that's that's malice mm -hmm. right your intent before you got in your car and started driving, you already knew I'm going over here for this purpose. So I'm, mm. I'm my intent is I got malice in my heart that my intent is to hurt you before I even ever see you or even lay hands on you. It's already in the mind. Yeah. And this is how sin overtakes us uh, because of that, because you you walking around with this intent. And we don't understand, man. We got to try to purge that out because it's, yes, it's, it's just no good. 
mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's, it's no good for, uh, for us as a serp. So we're going to start this off because we want to kind of keep it brief. But again, this is an investigation of Levin. And today we are dealing with the leaven of malice. So we're going to start this off at Hebrews 4. And uh, we want to read verse 12. We just want to read Hebrews 4 and 12 because uh, this, this, is, this is a scripture that, uh, that a lot of people like to read. But it's going to go right in line with malice. Because it's going to tell you that the word of God, when it divides asunder, what the word of God is going to expose. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Brother Ahissamak, if you can, Brother, could you read that Hebrews 4 and, and verse 12 for me, Brother? Yes, sir. For the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword. Piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit, and of the joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. See, this is why no one is gonna get around the judgment of God. Yes, sir. And this is why being judged by his word is gonna be a perfect judgment because it's not just about did you do A, B, C, D. Or did you not do A, B, C, D? It said it is a discerner of the thoughts and intent. Intents of the heart. Yeah. So the word of God discerns thoughts and your intent. Yep. So how can you really escape that? How can yeah. how can you escape the judgment? That we know it's going, you're going to be judged by the word of God. You're going to be mm-hmm. judged. We all going to be judged by every word written in this book. Mm-hmm. And so if that word is that powerful, first it said it splits you wide open, right? It's, 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 it's piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit. So it opens you up. It, it, it searches you out. It exposes you. And then it looks at the, the thoughts and the intents of the heart. So we need to understand it ain't just about you putting on the show like, well, I really didn't do this or but you ain't you thinking it in your mind. But the word of God is a discerner of that is a discerner of your thoughts and your intent. And like we said about malice, again, malice. Is desire to cause pain, injury or distress to another. That is malice and that malice you know e- even in the in the legal system in this in this land it, they call when you do something with malice that means you did it with intent it was you know it was premeditated that you was you you were going to hurt or do whatever harm you did to another individual so um again this is something that we just going to look at we just going to analyze so let's move forward because we don't want to we don't want to go all day. We're going to try to keep it brief. Let's go to First uh, Samuel 18. And uh, we're going to pick it up at verse 20 because we want to see, again, malice is the intent to cause distress or to hurt or whatever. You know, it don't it doesn't necessarily have to be a physical thing. It could also be a psychological thing. Right. Because people 
get psychologically uh, or emotionally, how they say, abused. Mm -hmm. You know, you treat somebody a certain way and you treat them that way with malice. You know what I'm saying? You, you, your intent is to break that person down mentally or break that person down emotionally. That's malice. Yeah. Uh, you, you, your whole point, your whole goal is with the intent to cause harm or distress. And this is what happened with Saul here because he hated David, you know, and usually just like when you, when you out of the way, when, when you wicked and, you know, things going bad, then we blame everybody else except for us. Yeah. It yeah. wasn't, it wasn't David fault yeah. that Saul didn't listen. And the Lord said, Hey man, I'm through, you know, and, and he moved on from him. That, that was Saul's fault. But yeah, now Saul is trying to again instead of him looking at the one who who actually put this in motion, he ain't thinking about man trying to repent and uh maybe saving himself later on. But all he know is is he hate David, and now mm -hmm. he's gonna do something with the intent to cause David distress. He's gonna do this with it's it's really malice behind this move he's gonna make. Yeah. Uh first Samuel 18, uh brother Caleb. If you can, brother, could you read that first Samuel 18 and we uh, pick it up at verse 20? Absolutely. And Michael saw daughters uh, <clears throat> love David and Michael saw Saul's daughter love David. And they told Saul and the thing pleased him. And Saul said, I will give him her and she may be a snare to him. Now, see and that the right, hand of the Philistines may be against him. Now, right away. What what did he say? Read read that again, brother. One more time. Read that uh uh verse twenty. Read started started up at the top again. Yes, sir. And Michael Saul's daughter loved David, and they saw and they told Saul, and the thing pleased him. So right away, now she loved David, mm -hmm. but now Saul, because he has malice in his heart toward David, he's gonna <laughs> his whole thing is okay. Yeah, I know what I'm gonna do. Because yeah. on the surface, it seems like what he's doing might be a good thing. Because at this point in time, he's still a king in title. He's still a king. So, hey, the king gives you his daughter. You know, that means that, hey, man, you basically, you done came up. You know what I mean? You know, you you, you in the clique now. You, you, you in the royal family, so to speak. But really, it was all for a whole different purpose. Read that verse 21 again, brother. Yes, sir. And Saul said, I will give him her that she may be a snare to him and that the hand of the Philistines may be against him. Uh -huh. Therefore, Saul said to David, thou shalt this day be this be my son in law and the one of the twain. So now, you know, and then he even brought it to him, you know, smooth, you know, hey, man, look here today, man, you're going to be my son in law. <laughs> you know, you you. But look. On the surface, it seemed like, man, that's that's all good. But he already know, yeah, I'm going to do this because she going to be a snare to him. So look, it's malice. He got malice in his heart. He trying to cause him distress or problems because he want, he, he want him to die. Mm -hmm. He thinking that the Philistines going uh, uh, gonna to be against him. He ain't going to be able to uh, prevail. But again, that's that malice intent. Even though, and he using his daughter to do this. Malice intent. Mm -hmm. But see, the Lord see all this. 
and when you dealing with your brother and sister or you dealing with whoever if you got that malice in your heart and you got that you intended on causing them pain suffering distress or whatever um then that's the leaven you got to remove out of, out of your heart yes sir because uh all that's gonna do is lead to more and more sin yep. it's gonna lead to more and more discord yes, it's gonna lead to more division and schisms in the body because yep. once you find out i done did something to you to, in malice then you're gonna get back at me or yeah. it's gonna destroy whatever brotherhood or sisterhood uh we, we could have had the relationship gonna be destroyed because now you gonna have a grudge yep. and right. if i really truly don't if i dislike you i'm not gonna apologize to you so now what you got you got you got you got a schism yeah you got division yeah. and yeah. this is this is what this malice this is one of the things this it brings about you know it, it stops their unity but let's move forward let's go to uh uh first samuel 20 yeah. and uh brother hissamak this is uh your your scripture i'm i'm gonna read it for you yeah definitely man again man uh it's all again and at this time man this is is his son man that's sticking up for david and uh yeah, he got angry. He got angry, and but the, because he had such hatred and disdain for David, man, couldn't see clear. But his son could see clear, and uh, in that man, you know, it's, it's this argument that's gonna go on. But you're gonna see that Saul got malice in his heart towards David, but Jonathan got love in his heart for David. Right. Uh, so definitely, man. First Samuel the twenty-eighth chapter, and brother, if you can, man, pick it up at uh, verse thirty, brother. Then Saul's anger was kindled against Jonathan, mm -hmm. and he said unto him, Thou son of the perverse, rebellious woman, do not I know that thou hast chosen the son of Jesse to thine own confusion, and unto the confusion of thy mother's nakedness? For as long as the son of Jesse liveth upon the ground, thou shalt not be established, nor thy kingdom. Mm -hmm. Wherefore now send and fetch him unto me, for he shall surely die. Mm-hmm. And Jonathan answered Saul, his father, and said unto him, Wherefore shall he be slain? What have he done? Mm -hmm. And Saul cast a javelin at him to smite him, whereby Jonathan knew that it was determined of his father to slay David. And and it's this just straightforward, man. His hate was so strong that he was just blind. He right. had malice in his heart towards right. David. He was he was mad at his own son. Right. I he mean, talking he was, about me. He was verbally, you know, he was verbally abusing his son, and then, and then he talked about the man mother. You know what I mean? Like, you know, son of the perverse, rebellious woman. So he started off coming out the gate talking about the man mama, and then telling him, "Man, that's terrible. You confused? What's wrong with you? See, man, this dude done confused you. You ain't gonna never be nothing as long as he living. You ain't gonna be established. So you." But you see, man, this this is what malice. This is how that malice is. You start yep. to interject that on other people. People, yep. And 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 what I like about this man, especially this story, Dave. I mean, Jonathan stood up for Dave. Right. He said, "Man, what have you done? Right. Wherefore should he be slain? What have you done?" Right. You know what I'm saying? And and because he knew that his his father had that in his heart towards him. 
Right. He knew that, man, you know, it, it was bigger than him taking the kingdom. This is what the Lord wanted. You know right. what I'm saying? And it was so strong that, man, he getting into an argument with his son right. and going through all these motions because he got malice in his heart. He got right. malice in his heart towards actually the future king, the king that was anointed to be to, 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 to rule Israel. So it, right. it, this is, to me, a great example, man. Uh, and to see how Jonathan stood firm and he didn't let his father thoughts or his uh, actions rub off on him. Man, this is a great example of malice. Right. And and listen, this this happens all the time. Yes, sir. Um, this, this is what happens when, you know, <clears throat> people clicked up. Yep. You know. So now I'm I'm mad at you. So now I got this malice for you. So I'm gonna tell everybody that I talked to or that's clicked up with me, yep. I'm gonna try to make them hate you too. Yep. Mm -hmm. And this is what we do, you know, yep. because it ain't just enough that I got a problem with you. I gotta make other people have a have problem, problem with you with too. You. So yep. I gotta I gotta try to persuade them to to dislike you and don't talk to you and all you know, all that place. That, that high school, that grammar school stuff that yeah, yeah. people do. Yep. And you, you see know. what happened to Satan when he tried to do that to the Lord in heaven, got himself kicked yeah. right out. Right. So, you know what I'm saying? But that, again, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? He, he, you know, he, he, he persuaded, a, he, he persuaded some, but then at the end of the day, hey man, his place wasn't found. Right. Yep. Uh, but you know, mm -hmm. yeah, you, you, you gathering your little clique. And now you trying to make somebody else hate or dislike another person because you do. And yep. some people not strong enough uh, mentally, they not strong enough to say to do what. Now, this is Jonathan standing to his to the king. And that was and his father was the king. That that was dangerous. Yeah. Even for a child, you know what I'm saying? In them days, you don't you don't. You don't question the word of the king like that. You better be real careful. But it was the thing he had the mind to say because he knew David didn't do nothing to his yeah. father. Yeah. So he trying to say, "Hey, man, well, what did what, what did he do? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's what that's what you have to do. Yes, sir. You know, man, if yes, I'm sir. coming to you like that, trying to get you to sway you to dislike somebody, then you should say, "All right, brother, maybe you got maybe you got a, a legitimate beef." But what exactly did they do? Yep. For you to feel that way. And yeah, if, I, if I if I can't give you an answer, I don't care how much you love me as your brother, you gotta say, bro, I can't ride with that. You ain't got a reason. Yeah. You, you see what I'm saying? So, but that's how you nip that in the bud. You mm -hmm. make somebody tell you, okay, if you feel this way, well, why you feel that way? Yeah. Because mm -hmm. you're gonna find out that hey, it's probably something petting. And that they just got malice in their heart. Yes, plain and simple. And they wanna they wanna get as many people on, on the train, on the malice train with them. Yeah. To be against this person because you're trying to cause this person distress, right? Yep. Cause yeah. Because that's gonna cause you distress if all of a sudden you 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 all of a sudden being uh 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 people separating themselves from you, people don't want to talk to you. You know, you're gonna be like, man, but what's going on? And after a while, if that if you constantly have to go through that constantly, yeah, it's gonna cause you some distress. Yes, sir. But a right. but a wicked person that got malice in their heart, that's what they want to do. Yep. Because that's their intent is to cause you mm -hmm. distress, is to make you feel uncomfortable 
But again, this is that leaven. This is a yeah. part of that leaven that we got to remove. So uh, let's move on. Let's go to First Peter, the second chapter. And Brother Caleb, this is uh, one that you wanted to elaborate on here. Or James. James. Oh, James. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I, I skipped yeah. over the... Uh, I'm moving too fast. Yeah, James, James one, one and um nineteen. Definitely. Yeah, and the, one thing I like about this verse uh is I love the instruction because it makes so much sense. And when we first picked up just about going over right the malice of it being premeditated, right? You you thinking this through. Right. And then the example that you just that we just read in First Samuel, right? Jonathan is listening. Right. He's able to think and process. Hey, man, what did he do? Right. Saul just he, he's hot. He just popping off at the mouth. Real. He just real quick. And Jonathan listening is like, what did he do? Because he had an opportunity to think. And I think it it really takes us really into this next verse, which I believe uh, really is self-explanatory. And then we can elaborate a little more. Uh, once it's read, but uh, I, I really like this and how it, it feeds off of what we have just, just read. So um, I'll read it for uh, you, brother. Yes, sir. James 1 and uh, 19. Wherefore, my beloved brethren, let every man be swift to hear, slow to speak, slow to wrath. For the wrath of man worketh not the righteousness of God. Right. And the reason why I love this is swift to hear. We need to listen. Right. The more you listen, the more you're able to intake and the more you're able to process when you're slow to speak. You don't just say the first thing that comes to your mind, because typically you hear something you dislike. Your mind automatically starts to process this negative emotion, which causes you to say negative things to people that you mm. may not mean. Right. And then when you're slow to speak, but you quick to hear, you're processing the information, which allows you to calm yourself down too before you say anything, which allows you to really think your words through. Like Jonathan, hey man, what did he do? Yeah. Right? right, what yeah. did he do? And then we know, as it says in verse 20, for the wrath of man work of not the righteousness of God. Yeah. If you angry, how can you showcase the Lord that you're supposed to be being the example of? Right? Yeah. Because right. you go start, right? Your, your anger most likely is going to cause you to sin which is going to have you transgress the lord that's not the plan here right, right. but if we that's can think right. things through and you know say these words of and words of encouragement we can get to that love and recovery if we start to process our minds and think about what would jesus do yeah right and yeah. uh excellent point brother uh yeah when you when you talking your thinking goes down a few notches yeah. But when you, but when you, you know what I mean. But when you quiet and you listening, like you said, yeah. absolutely. When you listening, you can process better. Yeah. But yeah. if I'm trying to talk and you trying to talk and we trying to talk over each other, then ain't not, ain't nobody processing no information from the other person. All we doing is we both just we both just going at it. Yeah. And when that anger, when you angry, man, you don't think straight. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. you know. It, you know, and that's that's where that you know, and that's where that malice starts to kick in. Yes, you sir. Could, you could get so angry where you like, yeah, okay, this how you want to play, cool. Mm -hmm. Now the malice kicked in. Now you, when the next time I see you, it's gonna be a problem. 
Yeah, well, yeah. now you start to you start to plot on how you gonna make this person's life harder, or how you gonna do this and that to them. Now you walking around with this with this intent, with this intent to harm. Uh, and hey, like anything else, man, like the book say, a little leaven leavening the whole lump. Yes, that malice is gonna lead to probably somebody getting killed. You know, in extreme situations, you know, uh, it's gonna it's just gonna lead to more sin, more sin. Yeah. And this is what uh, this feast is about, and this is what this this is what being unleavened is about. Mm-hmm. Being unleavened means removing the sin, not being filled with sin, but mm-hmm. being filled with righteousness. Mm-hmm. And so, definitely, brother, right. this is an excellent point, man. That you know, this anger, hey, this is this this is the gateway to you, you when you angry to the point where it, it you not being thinking clearly then you you opening the door to malice to to creep in yeah. um you're absolutely right man excellent excellent scripture brother but let's move on let's go to uh now we could go to first peter the second chapter yeah and uh um uh, brother hissamak this is you yeah. uh this is your scripture first peter two um, if y'all brothers don't mind, I, I'll just keep reading for uh, yeah. these next two. Yeah, okay. yeah, go ahead, bro. But definitely, yeah. man, uh, again, like you said, uh, you know, these are the things we're supposed to cast out. And and, and here, man, it, it, it's telling you, you're supposed to be casting this out. You know, the goal of, um, you know, unleavened bread is not just to not eat crackers, unleavened crackers and stuff like that. It's to really look at yourself. And if these things dwell in you, you need to be working to push them out right. and, re- and replace them with, with, with the goodness of God. But, you know, we got to understand that these are the problems then and still the problems now. Right. That's why this, that's why I see why these feats continue because Hey, you got to be pushing stuff out of yourself daily. You know what I'm right. saying? Year by right. year. It's a process. Right. As long as you walking in this flesh, you need to be casting out that leaven in you. Yes, not, just at, not just at the feast time, but year round. It's right. a day in and day out process, man. So definitely, man, First uh, Peter 2 and uh, 1, brother, when you get it, go ahead and read, brother. Wherefore, laying aside all malice and all guile, and hypocrisies and envies and all evil speakings as newborn babes desire the sincere milk of the word that she may grow thereby. And that's just kind of straightforward. We need to be putting all this wickedness, leaven aside. Right. I mean, when I tell you, man, we need to be putting it aside, but it, it causes us to examine ourselves. It's right. malice in me. It's this stuff in me. And most likely, man, hey, you got to be honest with yourself. If you going to get to a point where you unleavened and you ain't got none of this hatred in your heart, none of this evil intent in your heart, you got to ask yourself these questions. You got to ask yourself these questions. And then once you get rid of some of that stuff, now you can deal with the sincere milk of the word that you're going right. to grow thereby. But if you got this stuff in your heart, how you going to grow? Because hey, the, the, the word of God can't dwell in you fully. It can't profit you. Because what did he say in, in, in that Hebrews? He said, look, uh, the gospel was preached unto them as well as unto us. But the word preached to them did not profit them 
because yes, it wasn't mixed with, mixed faith. with faith. Yes, sir. So because they didn't have faith, that word didn't profit them. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And same thing. You full eleven, then this word, word really can't profit, profit you. you. It yes, can't. Sir. It can't. It can't help you and and guide you the way it should because mm. you got all these other things that's that's filling you up you see yes, what i'm sir. saying you puffed you it's filling you up you feel with malice you feel right. with envy you feel with hypocrisy you feel with feel hatred, with hatred. Yep. the word can't dwell in you like that yes sir right and that's and that's the goal bro listen man these are things that should start to teach us how to be perfect how to be holy how to be unleavened how to be pure how to be a vessel fit for the master's use you can't be a vessel fit for the master's use and you got leaven it and you got this leaven in your in, in your in your vessel right you got malice in your heart how can you be used and it might be you might be able to do surface stuff or look hey i did this and that but we talking right. about being presentable right a, a, a sacrifice acceptable and see all of, see all of us all of us got this leaven in us. Yes, sir. It's just that for each individual is it's, 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 it's different for right. to what makes it gonna gonna make it come out of you. Yes, sir. You know what I'm saying? And yes, to me, this is about the realization and searching out of yourself. Yes, sir. And saying, okay, this is what causes this leaven to come out. This is what yep. causes this to show up. Yep. And that's what. I, I gotta try to focus on to try to try to purge it out. Yes, sir. Slowly yeah. but surely, but yes, sir. um, it's it's about searching searching out and where is the leaven? Where is it in you? Yeah. Uh, the book talk about what the uh, the the secret sins, uh, you know, stuff you ain't even aware of. Mm. You know what I mean? You got to yeah. you got to be shown to you like, hey, you know, you doing this? The Lord got to show that to you. Yes, because sir. hey, you 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 not even realize it. Yep. Um, yep. and that's why it's so it's so it's so deep. Um, <laughs> that's what I'm saying, bro. The, the, Listen, the, the, the sin that dwelleth in me is so deep, bro. The sin that dwelleth in us is so deep, so deep. that bro. look, you gotta constantly be trying to search out where's that leaven, man, and, and how how can I remove it? How, how can I get it out? right you know what i'm saying that that's you know that's that's the reality of of uh walking in this flesh man you you got to deal with it and yes, it don't matter how many scriptures you know it don't matter how how many times you done read the bible over and over again um one one enemy that you gonna face every day is you yes sir. It's you man yes, sir. that's deep yes sir. yes sir you know what i'm saying Cause that enemy don't care nothing about what no scriptures say. <laughs> <laughs> that person, all they want to do is they they want to turn up yeah, and they want feel good. They want to do yeah. they want to do what they want to do. Yes, they sir. they want to do what they feel. They want to say whatever they want to say. Yes, they don't want to think about nothing. Like 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 brother Caleb said, they don't want to they don't want to think. Mm -hmm. They just want to react. Yeah. Yep. yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yes, sir. But this is about again, man, just really doing a self-examination. Yeah. Um, yes, sir. So we got one more scripture, man. We're gonna go to Ephesians 4, brother Caleb. Uh, this is uh this is one that you 
wanted to read. Yeah, sir, absolutely. And uh, I, I really like this scripture, too, because it, it, it hits on every point that has been made today. Right. Especially I really love, you know, how you brought up those hidden sins, right? The sins you're not even aware of. And the reason why I really like this, too, is because a lot of times we hold on to bitterness, right? Just It might be out of sight, out of mind. But yeah, you're yeah. still bitter somewhere in your heart. Your heart is still hard somewhere. You holding on to a malice, as you said earlier. Uh, you know, somebody got to bring that out of you. You know, as you said earlier, brother Obadiah, like somebody has to bring it, and then it ignites, and you like, oh, I didn't know that was gonna happen. It's because it's been out of uh, out of mind, out of sight for so long that you didn't even know this was there. Somebody say something, and that scar you still got. Yep. You didn't know that it never healed. You, it ain't even got a scab on it. It's still open, and you didn't know. Right. right? Bruh, man. And that's the reason why I like this scripture that we're about to go into. Absolutely, brother. That's <laughs> you talking, to, especially when you're talking about relationships. Mm-hmm. You scarred. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? You scarred. Right. You, but, hey, it, it, it's dormant right now. But then some situation come up, then all of a sudden it come out come that out bitterness that bitterness you got oh i ain't bitter yeah you you are bitter it's just that you trying to fight it mm-hmm. but when that other person do something say something that uh uh that, that make your in your, yeah, your, you. your antennas go up yeah. and all of a sudden you go <laughs> oh no nah, see yeah you know what i'm saying you right away you you jump you you get straight on that 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 like you say brother that that wound that wound still open and so we don't know how to deal with that um, because, you know, we we just can't, our ability to, to process negativity, um, you know, it, 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 ain't, it ain't really ain't good. It's not, right? And then at that point, what we read earlier in James, you do the opposite, right? You become slow to hear and swift to speak and swift right. to anger. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. The wrath and you just, exactly. and you lash, man, and we can't do that. But if you want to go ahead, brother, and yes, pick sir. it up, uh, Ephesians 4, uh, uh, 30, Four. verse 31. Yes, sir. Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice. And be ye kind one to another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, even as God, for Christ's sake, have forgiven you. So let me hit on something, man. And I, I know we're short of time, but that 32, man. a lot of people, and I'm going to use myself. I'm guilty of this. I grew up in a very negative household, right? And me and my stepdad, we weren't always on the best of pages. And for a long time, I held a, a real serious grudge against this guy. And I read this verse and it really resonated on me. Who are you to hold a grudge and hold bitterness and wrath in your heart for somebody I've already forgiven the same way I forgive you? And when that when I read this, I called my stepfather and I had to apologize because it's like I'm holding on to all this wrath and it was only hurting me. I was the one that was hurt. And the Lord is like, I forgave him. You need to forgive him because my thoughts are not your thoughts, right? And But it's like how many of us in this world are walking around with all this bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and we speaking evil about people 
Right. Yet you do something and you run into the Lord for forgiveness and he looking at you like, but you're not forgiving your neighbor or your brother or whomever has hurt you. Yeah. I think I and I think that is so serious, man. And I wanted to use myself as an example. Yep. Right. Because yep. everybody likes to be I ain't did nothing right. But I'm coming to the world. Hey, this is who I am. And right. this is what I've done this. And if it wasn't for this verse, I would have never knew. I was holding on to something like that. And I'm glad, praise God in Jesus' name, that he was able to free me from this. And I hope that whoever listens to this podcast can receive that same freedom. Don't hold on to things that the Lord has already forgiven others for the same way he forgives you. It's not right. You can't be a hypocrite like that. Don't be going around holding grudges and asking the Lord for forgiveness. Right. Yeah, hey, hey, it's hard. Oh, hey, bro, it's, it's hard. It's Go hard. ahead, brother. Go ahead. I'm bro. sorry. I don't mean to cut you off, but Go man, ahead. it remind me my favorite line in Lord's prayer: "Forgive us our debts, as we forgive our debtors." Right, bro. Listen, we we don't understand that. Right. You know what I'm saying we don't understand it because we walk around, man, holding all this, and it's making us less service. It's making us the problem. Yeah, saying we the problem, man. When I realized, bro, that wasn't nobody the problem but me, change, right? Absolutely, bro. Hey, hey, brother, we all got that bitterness. Come on, bro. And you know that thirty-one, man. It, 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 it see nothing. All of these things, it's like a chain reaction. Yep. And that's what I noticed about unrighteousness and with righteousness. Righteousness Righteousness is like a chain reaction. Because when you bitter, what? You're going to have wrath. You're going to have anger, clamor. You're going to speak evil of other people. When you bitter, you ain't happy with nothing. When you <laughs> bitter, when you when you feel bitter, man, you complain about everything. You talk about everybody because you bitter. And then all malice. See all these all these things he mentioned, they all they all work together. They all it's all a chain reaction. Yes, sir. But yes, when sir. you could be kind to one another, then you become more tender hearted. Yes, then sir. it's easier to forgive. Right. Because yes, if the Lord held the grudge like we hold the grudge, we'd all be oh. dead men. Yes, sir. Yes. You, yes sir. Everybody. A hundred times over, you'd be yes, dead. Yes. But that mercy he's trying to show you, man, look, you supposed to have that one toward another. Yes, sir. The same mercy that the Father had toward us. Yes, sir. Through Christ Jesus. That's the same mercy you're supposed to be having toward your brother and sister. Yes, sir. And toward your loved ones. Yes, sir. Your household. Yes, sir. You know, and hey, not just that, but to your neighbor, right? Yes, everybody. That's what I'm saying. That just don't apply to friends and family. That's the whole world. Yes, sir. The whole world to everybody. So yes, sir. Absolutely. But yeah, man, I mean, it's just. You know, some people we want to show it to, some we don't. You yes, know, sir. sometimes we think, you know, your kids, you ain't got to show them no no mercy or you ain't got to have that tender heartedness or whatever because, hey, man, I'm your parent. But remember, they they need that love too. Man, right. They need that forgiveness too because I think about stuff stuff I did, you know, um, I'm pretty sure, man, you know, my, my old man wanted to uh, 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 you know, tie me up and throw me over the over the bridge with some cement boots on. You know, the, all the distress, the distress I caused him, man. You know, I'm just straight up. Right. So, 
but but I know, but now that I got my own children, I see I'm like, man, you know what? Yeah, they make you mad, but at the same time, I can't forget that hey, you 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 was doing stuff way worse than what they what what they probably done done. And still, man, the Lord was merciful. Yeah. So yeah. I, I got right, I got to show them that mercy. It, Go ahead. I brother. just think that if we A serious love to speak slow to wrath, right? You you got time to process. How would I feel right. if the Lord looked at me like this, right? How would I feel? I ain't having mercy on the next person. How would I feel if the Lord didn't have mercy on me? You, you, like you said, yeah, I'm about to dead, say you you wouldn't right? feel you wouldn't be feeling nothing, uh, actually, because uh, yeah. you you would cease to <laughs> you would cease to be breathing because, yeah. hey man, that's you know, that 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 would be the result. Cause his wrath can't be contained. Yeah, you, you see what I'm saying. You right. you can't contain his right. wrath. You you know. So, hey man, would none of us be breathing, man? It and, and that's none of us. You know, that's 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 the reality of it. But that's how we deal with each other, man. And yeah. a big part of that again is is malice. Yeah, that intent. We walking around with the intent to to cause harm or distress to somebody else because we bitter because we got all these other this baggage and all this other things going on um and it's just a cycle man and it'll never stop unless you break the cycle so. yes sir and, and, and that's what yes, it's sir. about breaking the cycle man and trying to step on the other side of that and start dealing with uh that godly love which ain't easy to do but yeah. that's the only way you can break this cycle but yes, uh, saying that, brothers, uh, we gonna have to end this because again, we don't want to go. We don't want to go over forty-five minutes. We want to keep these kind of short and sweet, but get yes, straight sir. to the point. So, uh, I appreciate you, brothers, uh, coming on, and uh, you know, Lord willing, we'll we'll continue to 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 bring more more episodes. But uh, saying that. Um, I want to thank the listeners for joining us here on the Biblical Resolutions Podcast, which is brought to you by the House of Jacob Bible Study Class, located at 2515 East 75th Street in Chicago, Illinois. As always, we want to be a Jew peace in the mighty name of Jesus.